Welcome back to the best podcast on planet Earth. And in Spain. And definitely number one in Spain. Bernard, it's been a while, my friend. We've had a few great guests on. But I feel like you and I haven't had some good quality time in a while. I sound like your girlfriend, but (laughs) it's good to just get back to basics where it all began, you and me. How's things, bro? Mate, things are traveling all right. Look at you, sleeveless, mate. Yeah, <laughs> no. I wore a green shirt. We got the green Mexican screen horse here. juice. You're looking, <laughs> you're looking juicy. Yeah, I'm doing a big eight week challenge with the old man. Yeah, we're gonna go Talk hard through it for so the no, next eight weeks. No sugar, no sugar, no alcohol. Training in the gym, getting in our best shape possible. So I'm gonna be documenting it. I don't do I a lot it. of gym content. A bit of vlogging, but you know, I was made in the gym. So I'm gonna. Uh, gym's been a big part How's of life for the past. Still. Toss up some he looks, he looks all right for his age. Hey, first grade, in fifties. Yeah, first grader for, for oh, Sydney Roosters. Only about a dozen first grade games. But he right. claims that. A dozen I, more than us? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I lent on him the other day. I got a, got a snagged interview with John Hopperwadi um, in, the, in the midst of the Manly Seven saga. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Hopper? Richard, my, my old man, he kind sport. of, he lined that up for me. Legend of a, legend of a bloke, you know. I pulled up to his house. We knocked it out. Had a beer with him. He's a yeah, he's a good bloke. And just to give a bit of context, you spoke about number one in Spain. Mm. Brought it up with Twiley last week, but I had to do it very quickly. You know, couldn't get into it. Yeah. This is to prove to people that we're not lying. Apple Podcast Charts, <laughs> rugby. So that's Union and League, the game mm. they play in heaven. We are number one. Anyone watching on YouTube? <laughs> we're not lying. We are the number one. Bring podcast the receipts in Spain. But you're you're in Fiji. You're yeah, enjoying great. yourself. Did you catch the rugby league while you're in? Does Foxtel go and KO over work over nah, there? No, it doesn't. But they got the footy over there. They love it. Oh, really? I was even like first day we got there. Chooks were playing, so I wanted to watch it. Anyway, I saw that they had Union on. My God, do you guys have the rugby league? Yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw it on, throw it on. Anyway, I started talking to the bar guy. He's like, Oh, I love the Broncos. I love the Broncos. Really? Like, they love it over there, man. Yeah, like yeah. all the. Fijian a couple players. of good pickups Man, in Fiji. they've had a couple great yeah, yeah. Fijian. Semi, greatest winger ever. Vunavalu. Akeo Uate. Yeah. If I'm if I'm the Bulldogs or, you know, Melbourne probably just have a recruitment drive over there. i tell you what, I think this, up. who was it? Was it Ravalawa mm. was the one that, maybe it was Sem- One of them got discovered. Was one of the, belt, was one of the hotel b- well, lobby boys. Well, let me just tell you, the Sheraton Tokariki, Joey Johns could have gone there and pinched a couple others, man. Mm. There were a couple specimens there. Big boys, <laughs> man. They just, they, it must be that... Uh, the tart, what do they have there? The tartle and the whatever they're feeding they're them. Whatever they feed them, brick walls. They're brick walls. But no, we had the most fan questions we've ever gotten. Heaps of fan questions. I want to say a big thank you to everyone that sent those in on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. The first one is from Jacob MacGyver. What do you boys think about the NRL loan system? Look, I think after the last few years of disrupted seasons. Obviously, deadlines have been pushed. They had to, to do it because of COVID. COVID. Exactly. So deadlines have been pushed. I don't mind it. If a team's going to, you know, want to have the best crack at finals, you know, it just let them play. Let, yeah. let, let You know, David Clemmer all of a sudden might be going over to Parramatta. That Parramatta also looking at Marty Tapao. I think if they want to bolster their team going into the finals and, and, and they have the ability, it's within the rules, go for it. You know, it, it's done overseas. I don't know how far into the season they do it in other sports. But why not? I think people are blowing up, though, because of how late they can do it. Like, is it fair that Melbourne can take David Norfoluma from a team that's not playing for anything? And because now it's, it suits the teams that are in the eight. I like loans. I think it's great. I think it's also great for that fringe player that's not getting a lot of game time. Mm. Send him to a team where he's going to start. But, but I think they could pull the deadline back a bit. Definitely pull, a bit the, pull the deadline back. Maybe June. June, June 1st, I think, is what it usually is. But, I mean... If it's beneficial for yeah. both teams, like the Tigers, for example, get some 
some uh, leniency on their cap now that Nofaluma goes for the back end of the season. Like, really? If okay. it's if it's beneficial for both teams and they're all for it, why not? I, I don't see an issue with it. No, neither do I. I think we just both agree. Maybe pull it back a little bit more. Here's a wrestling question from Giuseppe, big fan. Does Logan Paul have what it takes to be WWE champion? Bit of context. He had a, summer, a match at SummerSlam it's with The Miz, Miz yeah. and he looked fantastic, Bernard. But one thing you have to say, he's an athlete. He can move. He's not just your usual celebrity that goes in there, wins, and it's a boring match, man. He yeah. looks great. He's ripped. Acrobatic. He's ripped. He can he can move in the Probably ring. Probably to the gills as well. I think well. he's an amateur wrestler as well. But, mate. Uh, he has that wrestling background, man. Yeah. Couple moves off the top ropes. He looks really, really good. I like And you know what? He'll be able to cut a promo. And he's got a... He went, he went through the table as well, which was a great spot. But I, what so I want... take a bump. I think... They did a great job at promoting him because he was getting a lot of booze going into the Miz and he was supposed to be the good guy. Logan wants to be a good guy. So they protected him really well and he earns the respect of the fans by what he can do in the ring. And it's great to watch. It was one of the most more entertaining matches at SummerSlam. So I, I, I think they're going to build towards a, a WrestleMania match. He's signed with WWE now as a part-timer. So I don't know if he'll go for a WWE title, but he'll be a great fixture as a... You know, a part-time, a celebrity that can come in. They're talking maybe a match against Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. Well, or... I was just about to say, I think he'll do better than Pat McAfee, and I'd rather watch him than Pat McAfee. Yeah. Yeah, no, but he's more athletic than Pat He's McAfee. more athletic. Yeah, yeah. Turn him heel. To answer your question, Pep, don't know about WWE champ. You could see them slapping a smaller belt on him. He'd make a great heel. Yeah. I think they're missing a trick there, because he's been a heel most of his life in the public sphere. But yeah, turn him heel. I, I like Logan. I like Logan. He's turned his life around. This question is from Zach. Mm-hmm. Who do you guys have making the eight out of the Raiders, Roosters, and Manly? Bernard, you know what? I, you know who I you're putting out? the pencil through? Pencils out. God. Get the pen the out. The permanent marker is <laughs> yeah. through the Melbourne Storm. You don't want to be you rubbing know who's it out. The pencil, Manly. <laughs> okay, put him straight. See you later. Especially Manly's after gone. last week, gone. you lose that game. Gone. That was a massive game. See you later. Yeah. See you later. They're done. Put the permanent marker through them. As a Roosters fan, I am very, very worried because Canberra. Have a nice run home. Let's. I'm going to whip up this equation now, Bernard. Okay, you yeah. tell me who's making it. Because we've got four rounds to go. We do. Five rounds to go. Sorry. So four South, five, yeah, yeah. South are in seventh place, 24 points. Do we both agree they're going to make it? I think South, with how they're playing, they were very unlucky against Cronulla. I thought they've been, they've been awesome me as too. of late. Latrell, They'll have a great run into Latrell the finals. Mitt, that's yeah. it. We love him. Had to slot one of those field goals, didn't he? But that's okay. They're going to come seventh. Roosters have the better four and against. They're in 22 points. Run home. Broncos at home this Thursday. Massive game. I'll be there. North Queensland at home. Oh, geez, huge that's a game. tough run. Jeez, that is a big game. West Tigers at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Should win that that's game. That's a winnable game. Uh, Storm at Amy Park. Never easy, no matter who they've got out. No, struggle Finish with off that. the season. First game at the new SFS against South. That's a tough run home, Bernard. That's a very tough I run I could home. see them winning maybe three or four, two or four. Just to, It depends, really. Canberra, who are on the same amount of points, less for and against, play a halvesless Panthers at GIO Stadium. They're winning, Should they're win winning that, game. that game. Yeah, they'll get up for that game. They then play St. George at Canberra as well. St. George have a shocking record there. They're mm-hmm. winning that game. That's two. They travel to Newcastle. Another three. That's three, three from three. At home to Manly. You'd say... Home game. Should. Yeah, no, they should. That's four. And then they finish the season with a trip to Leichhardt Oval. They could go five and zero to finish the season. Jeez, I didn't, know, I didn't know that. That well, was I didn't there, either till right? I looked at it. So out of you said Canberra, Roosters, Manly. Manly. Okay. I think we both Manly agree. Manly, we ruled out. We put the pencil. Through. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they have the troops. Even if they're in the finals, they're gonna make it that. Maybe deep it's of a my run. Chookies bias. I I think the Chooks will slide into the eight. The thing is, the thing with Canberra is, 
They I don't bottle think, job in them. I don't exactly right. I don't think they play that good of a brand of footy to say, yeah, they can they can beat these teams because when they're off, they can have an off day. Like they could. Well, def- they you said it once a few weeks ago. They just find ways. You don't beat Canberra. They beat themselves. Yeah, exactly right. They're bottling one of those games. Maybe it's the game against Manly. I think Chooks slide in. But I just, I don't know, Chooks' run home is pretty tough. So just based off the run home and how, and Jamal Fogarty, I think, has been a massive addition for Canberra. They've yep. won most of the games he's played this year. Yep. So I think the Gold Coast Titans came out and said, yeah, well, look, we, we fucked up. Oh, yeah, big, up big time. time. <laughs> yeah, like, we shouldn't have let him go because look where we are. But I'm going to say, look, just based on that run home, you got to say Canberra. you got to say Canberra. It's a delusional Chooks fan in me. It was my long shot a few weeks ago. The Roosters... With that halves combination starting to gel now, Joey Manu, the best player in three different positions. Man, he's a beast. Oh, he's he's a playing freak. well. Suwali, another gun. Yeah, Joey Manu is a bit of a Twitch streamer as well. Is Did he? you know that? He plays a bit of GTA. I Gets a bit on that. there. Mate, I, GTA? I, I went down a Twitch okay. rabbit hole the other day. I was watching Sione Katoa play COD, and I was in a trance. I was watching him sniper people. <laughs> I'm like, this guy's a freak. It's a whole different world. I, got, I know nothing about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, mate, get on to it. I don't know how I can transition on there, but I'm going to get on Twitch. Well, speaking about Joseph Sawali, you heard little rumours. Hit me. Wallabies are trying very, very hard. They've made it their number one priority of poaching Joseph Sawali, bringing him back to Union. I, I want to say something to Don't Australian Rugby Union. The floor is yours. Please try and start developing your own talent. Okay, there's been rumors they're trying to go after Matt Burden. Then you're not going to get Matt Burden. Now you want to go after Joseph Suwali. How about you develop your own talent and have a successful pathway system? Wasn't just didn't Joseph yeah, Suwali play school Yeah, of course, of course. But they don't have enough pathway system so to get them. League's what? got him now. Leave him alone. Yeah, because they they, they always stuff it up. League does a great yeah, job of right. promoting young players at an early age. And getting them to play first grade. Rugby union, oh no, stick around and shoot shield kid. Maybe you'll develop a bit more before they we take it to super juniors, rugby. The they've, got, they've got great players playing shoot shield. And they let, them, they let them bide their time in there before they get them up to a super rugby team. Or put them into the Wallabies, for example. Whereas in rugby league, we go, no, this kid's a gun. Let's chuck him up in there. You know, trial by fire. It's, it's, that's, that's how it should be. The rugby union have an issue with... Okay, yes, you can develop some talent in your schoolboy system, but have a pathways where you're actually promoting your juniors because otherwise you're just always going to yeah. lose them to league. And stop trying to come after rugby league stars because, yes, you may have developed them, but you're not getting them back because we actually promote them and make stars out of them. And so, you know what we're going to give Suwali a taste of next year? We're going to give him a blue jersey next year. That's going to keep him there. He's I come out and yeah. said, I just want to stay with the Chooks. He's going to get a taste of origin next year. Oh, why would you want to leave? You're in a great culture. Great it's like system. Benji. Oh yeah, we're gonna call James Tedesco and see He's if he wants like to come it. back to the Tigers. Unless you give me one point five million and some, I don't know, some sexual favors or something like that, I'm not coming anywhere well, near. You know the what? Tigers. It's like when you you ever play like rugby 08 when you're at school. You ever game. tried to win the World Cup with like Zambia or something? Yeah, Unless yeah. Teddy has that mindset. I was goes, a South Africa guy. Yeah, I used to I win it with the Azores man, with wing. Italy. <laughs> unless you have, unless he wants to. Win it, yeah. You're sick of winning and wants to do it the hard way. No, nah, I only see players going to rugby when it's like I've won my comps here. I've got my money. yeah. Give me some money, and they know they and just I'll walk, walk into your team, and they know they just walk into yeah. a Wallabies jersey as well. Look at it, Marika Korobetti, Suliasi Vunavalu, Curtis Rona. Curtis Rona's jumped on a Wallabies team. I remember they had Ryan Cross back in the day. I mean, good league players walk into an Australian yeah. rugby team. They just got to start trying to develop their own talent, and you got a pool of talent. There's people that are playing rugby. Just go. Have, have more of a pathway is what you're saying. 100%. I agree. Well said. That was good. Do you watch any of the UFC? 
I did. I did. It was George very Nunes? physical. She's uh, was extremely violent. <laughs> it was the most competitive one-sided beatdown I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it was. It was tough to watch. But I mean, Nunes looked great. Yeah, is anyone going to stop her in the in the women's division? So. I don't think so. It's Pena. funny. It's funny to see how we were like Ronda Rousey. What a freak she was, and then all of a sudden, like. Yeah, and Nunez just, Nunez just shows like there's no one coming near her. Nunez as well looked motivated. She looked ready. She looked a little bit on the sloppy side, making mm. it a bit comfortable. She said she had a couple knee injuries. She looked trimmed. She looked motivated. They, well, they probably, the beast. It's probably like when you're at the top of the division. Like how you kind of so long, going. you get it's hard get to get it's hard to get up yeah. when you're waking up in silk sheets in the morning. Exactly. And trying to especially fighting. Well, what do you want to yeah, fight anymore? Exactly right. Yeah. And that leads me to my little would you rather. Yeah. Would you rather be the GOAT of your division, have the most title defenses, and go down as the GOAT in that division, e.g. Anderson Silva? Yeah. Or be the double champ, so champ champ of two divisions, but never defend the belt in that division, like Conor McGregor? Like Volkanovski wants to do, he wants to be a double champ. I, I don't know, there's like a legacy thing where you... So you're double champ, Bernard, so you have two belts, but you mm. never defend them. Successfully, you go win-win, and then and you then, either yeah. ride off into the sunset, or whatever it is, or... Like Cejudo. Yeah, or like Conor McGregor, yeah. or you are known in your division as the goat. No, I'd rather be known as the goat. I'd yeah, rather be too. as an Anderson Silva, uh, George Saint Pierre, the yep. goat of his. I agree. You know what I mean? It's people acknowledge those guys as great fighters and the best in their division. John Jones is another Jones. example. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's, you know, how you, you're double champ. Yes, now it goes onto the record now because a few people have been double champ since. Maybe it's not. Maybe as, it's not as prestigious. Yeah. But when you when you are the goat of your division at the moment, like our Volkanovski is, there's not much more to achieve. So he has to go to that next step and go. I want to be double champ. Exactly. That's the difference between him and Connor. He's cleaned out his division now. It's not like he's gone one fight, go up, win that. Yeah, I agree. We both are in a green. But that's in the UFC. I mean, no one's really been able to do that in boxing. No one's really been able to do that in boxing and to like go throughout the divisions of their weight classes. Manny Pacquiao went to eight. Divisions, weight divisions, but the 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 jump isn't as much either. No, you, you no. Got, for example, you'll have super middleweight, middleweight. Like, there's so many di- like divisions that are only a four or five kilo increase. Whereas UFC, that jump up is huge. Well, what about the bloody Jake Paul fight being called off? That shows you got to. I don't know. You got to educate. What, what's been going on? Boxing, I, I, I switched off that fight why, the second Tommy Fury pulled out. This is why boxing is in a shambles because it's, the, the promoters on each side always trying to come to the middle. Jake Paul wanted to fight. At 200 pounds. He usually fights at 195. This Raheem bloke wants to fight at 215 pounds. I mean, he naturally fights at 215. They agreed to get down to 200. He had three weeks or so to cut the weight. Says, sorry, my body can't cut the weight. I'm just too physically. Apparently, he held Jake Paul at ransom saying, listen, I can't make this weight. We're going to have to fight at 210, 215. Jake Paul said, listen, I'm not getting in the ring with you when you're at that weight, which is kind of fair because it's it's a big bump up in weight. If you can't drop weight, and you're a professional fighter. You're a hack. It's you're, you're, your one job. You're living to train. It's not. It's not difficult. There's fighters in the UFC that drop that amount of weight, five, ten pounds in a in a week, in a you in a couple some days. Fighters that drop thirty pounds in a week. So I understand where Jake Paul's come from. It's just disappointing that you build up a an event at Madison Square Garden. It's going to be a showing. The Showtime invested all this money. There's been promo that's gone into it, and then it just falls off the face of the earth as a as an event, which is shit. And he's distraught over it. But I mean, it who sucks because he lost momentum. That as shit well. doesn't happen in the UFC. And say no. what you want about Dana White, and he doesn't pay his fighters and whatever. But 
that doesn't happen in the UFC. People are agreed Uncle to fight Dana's at a certain go. weight. They go to their they go to their weigh-ins. They make weight. If they don't, they got a backup fight ready to go. Well, Uncle Dana wouldn't let a, a circus like well, this even in the, the case where someone pops a positive for a, a, a drug or a doping, you know, uh, uh, for steroids like John Jones, there's a backup fighter ready to go. They're, they're always they're, they're always on the ball. The UFC, so you need a centralized promoter. To, to make good fights. And it, it, in boxing, it's always well, the case. That's the problem with boxing, whether it's a yeah. celebrity fight or you're too many independent promoters that are cowboys that I will feel hold sorry a fight. for Jack Paul because he wants Me to too. be known as a legitimate fighter. There's and a few, I, I haven't, as I said, once Tommy Fury pulled out, I stopped caring about that. But there's a few conspiracies. One that producer Shabs told me before mm. was that Jake, now I don't believe this personally, but maybe because I just believe, that, you know, in the, in the good in the world, that he wanted Rachman to take a dive. And he said no, and that's why the fight. All right, happened. so let's say let's say that's true, which I don't think say, it is. Say say you got one point five million dollars, right? As an example, are you taking a dive in a Jake Paul fight? Yes, I am. I'm t- I'm I'm falling to the ground. I'm actually saying just knock me out. I'll yeah. I'll get knocked out for one and a half mil. Yeah, for sure. I don't. It's maybe it's, not as embarrassing as um, as Tyrone Woodley. Yeah, I don't want to fall or like I don't want to fall face like Ben Askren, like face first yeah. on the floor. But I'll just take a couple and cover up and then, you know, do 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 TKO. I'll, I'll cut one Yeah, out. maybe give me a rib shot and I'll yeah, drop to the floor, go, call yeah, it a I'll, day. You know, yeah, that, that'll do. 1.5 mil, are you serious? You can work around that too. I'm telling the family Let's members, honest, listen, no, I'm going down in the third, honest, the guy that get he's on me. You know? fight, the guy that he's fighting, no one had heard of before he fought him. So it's not like he's throwing away this prestigious career. Tommy Fury, you know, he's got a bit more to lose Love Island. He actually wants to be a legit boxer. I know this old this guy's old man. His old man was a heavyweight champ. I don't know how you can how you can say no to the money. Though. You can't lose fifteen pounds for one of your biggest paydays of your life. You're, the you're a pussy. Yeah. The biggest payday. And Not Jake Paul's the... mother came out and said, on Twitter, just tagged his tweet of him pulling out of the fight and just said, "You're a pussy." Simple. Which is there's no two and ways no about other it. No way to put it. Look, you said Dana White, you know, wouldn't let this happen. Mm-hmm. Speaking of great presidents of combat sport organizations, yes, Vinnie Mac retired. Tragedy. It is a tragedy Sad because day. it feels like, you know, the cancel culture PC world that we live in has, has claimed another victim. As much as it's not because of that, these allegations. Yeah, he came out and he said he's retired at his age. And he's and 73. His... Enjoy it. Mm. Enjoy it. You know, kick back. He built enjoy, an empire. Build, 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 train in the gym. Randy's a lunatic. Enjoy mm. the grandkids. You deserve it. That got me thinking, Bernard. Mm-hmm. What are the top five Vinnie Mac moments? Go. Okay, number five for me, I think this is one of the funniest moments of all time. It was a Royal Rumble. He marches out after a decision between John Cena and Batista. Didn't go to plan. He wanted to change the, call a match on the fly. He goes to get in the ring and tears both quads. Both. He couldn't move. He was sitting down. They had to get him out of the ring. Both yeah, quads torn off the bone, the poor bloke. That was iconic. For number four, I'm going to just go a phase. Mm. Jacked Vince. Remember when he just got super juiced to the absolute gills? Looked like a bodybuilder. Had that little arm wrestle with Hulk Hogan. I know it was an old Hulk Hogan, but mm. Hulk, the Hulkster is jacked. Yeah. And he made him look small. Vince, with a fake tan. He'd have the, the best Popeye doctors arms. in the world, you know, oh, looking after the, his steroid addiction. Yes, exactly. Let so him play. He's Jack a, Vince, Vince is number great to four. see. Uh, three for me. I'm going to go... His Royal Rumble win. Yeah, uh, I can't remember the year, but he had Pat Patterson and his other stooge with him, Der- Gerald Briscoe, and he has the arrogance to win a Royal Rumble. Well, when you're the boss, you can do whatever you yeah, exactly want. Exactly right, and it epitomised him as the biggest heel in the company oh, of all time. Sure. He is one of the greatest heels, and him winning the Royal Rumble just showed that. I'm going to double down for number two. I'm going to say he is the greatest heel. Yeah, 100%. because without Mr. McMahon, the Attitude Era doesn't happen. Without his feud with Stone Cold Steve Austin, who knows? Maybe the WWF would have lost to the WCW in those mm-hmm. Monday Night Wars. But his feud with Stone Cold, 
So many memories. The handshake. Remember when Stone Cold attacked him in the hospital? Yeah, the bedpan to the head. Oh, and everything yeah. about Vince in that. Without Vince, Stone Cold wouldn't have been as good. Yeah. You know, they they just bounced off each other. The stunners, the the beer, the beer shower. There's everything. Yeah. Everything about that is number two. And one, and this is the irony. Why we put this one is because there's a lot of allegations put forward to it's Vince probably McMahon. Probably been his uh, downfall. And everyone says that you know some some fiction sometimes rings true. This was Stacey Klebler getting hired as Vince McMahon's assistant. This has been one of the most meme things that face that he puts, on the internet, yeah. where Stacey Klebler gives him a strip show on Monday Night Raw. She's got those long legs all oh, over him, like a one of the suit. most beautiful divas of all time. And he hires Stacey Klebler as his personal assistant. One the of facial the expressions in that are mm. goat worthy. But honourable mentions goes to the Kiss My Ass Club. Definitely. Where he had to get, you know kiss Rikishi's ass, which was hilarious. Winning the ECW championship, yeah, the and then Durag we went through a phase. phase. I think there was one moment where he he got blown up in his limo. There was an explosion, and as well, one thing about Vinny Mack, he wasn't scared to take a bump. No, nah, remember nah. when Randy Orton punted him in the head, and he said to him, "He goes, I don't want a fake one. Put one on my head." And apparently, got copped a concussion as well. There's a saying he says that he he doesn't ask wrestlers to do something he wouldn't do. And a prime example was one of the most boss, recent WrestleManias. Know, he threw himself off the rafters onto it to take a bump. He was trying to show Rob Gronkowski how to take a bump. He'll live forever. And he created an empire. We love you, Vince. Happy and retirement. Yeah, enjoy your retirement. You deserve it. You are the End of an era. But let's see what happens with this Triple H era. I'm liking how this is moving, Bernard. You watch SummerSlam? Yeah, I did. Very good. I enjoyed it. Triple H now takes creative control for anyone that doesn't know. He did good things at NXT, and it was a great pay-per-view. It was. So the last man standing match was a highlight. Brilliant. Logan Paul, a highlight. Yeah, I thought, mate, the, the way they flipped the ring was unbelievable. Did you see? I've never seen anything like I've it. I've never seen anything he like it. He had a tractor, Farmer Brock, <laughs> flips the ring on its I head. I like Farmer Brock. Yeah, no. It's, a, a ponytail. it's face Brock. Yeah. I don't know when we'll see him next, but, I mean, two losses to Roman Reigns. Well, you Roman know. Reigns is only part-time now as well, isn't he? Yeah, he wants to move into Hollywood. I think really? they're just—they're building him up for a match against The Rock. That's going to be that's going to be box office yeah. at Mania, and it, it'll be—it'll be—it'll be a good watch. That will be very yeah. good. Okay, Bernard, sticking in America, mm-hmm. it's only six weeks till the NFL starts. Gearing up, I cannot wait. Fantasy, I'm doing those mock drafts. It feels like this never-ending saga, though, has finally ended. It's Deshaun Watson. He's always been in a bit of hot water the last year. He's been in the hot water for at least 18 months. Yeah. And for anyone that doesn't know, he had multiple 20-plus sexual allegations. allegations. Some mm. were him revealing himself on a massage table. Mm-hmm. Others were more serious, touching, you know, that type of stuff. So we don't... It was more like when one allegation came out, it was Domino's. Yeah, everyone Domino's. Then started everyone started coming out. out. Yeah, I think what you, makes this... If you this... received a DM, you'd make, you'd make an allegation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I think what made this so bad is the amount. Yeah. You know, one... Yeah, so the one, NFL... two, three. There were too many for like it's not like Vinnie Mac. He couldn't pay all of them. Yeah, I don't know exactly. if he's on that much money. But he got six weeks. Six weeks from the NFL. Six weeks of the NFL for for the twenty line. plus. So it got me thinking. And I, I want to add. So this is six weeks without anything being proven in court. It's like he's still yeah. It's exactly. based off the allegations. He is bringing disrepute to the NFL, of course. But and so I the... mean, you got to assume that. If there's that many allegations, you know, he is obviously been a naughty boy. Mm-hmm. So it got me thinking about some of the NFL inconsistencies. So, oh. of course, you had Calvin Ridley. Mm-hmm. Got a 17-game suspension for betting on his own team. So not, he didn't do a Tim Simona. No, well, he bet on his opposition well, player. That I understand. You bet yeah, for yeah, for that. Yeah, he I bet agree. on himself. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Man, if I was in there, I'd be telling everyone. If I was a fighter. Well, boxers do it. Yeah, get you on me. I mean? I'm going to win your money. Yeah, so... 
that that is very inconsistent. I think Ridley was hard done by. Seven weeks. That's is, ridiculous. Is a lot. This one, Flash Gordon, Josh Gordon, he mm. played for the Cleveland Browns. Freak when he stays off the weed. To quote Stephen the A. Weed. Off the weed. He's gotten a 25-plus game suspension. So these are multiple suspensions that have been added up for mm. weed. Come on. You know what's tragic is that marijuana is now legal in exactly. many of the states in America. Yeah. So uh, they see it as a performance-enhancing Is it a performance-enhancing drug? I don't think so. so it's surely not. Well, you know what's, what's actually bizarre in the NFL is you can take performance-enhancing drugs that will actually enhance your performance, like testosterone or HGH. Well, that leads to another one. And yeah, and you get four. You get a little you slap get on the wrist. You get a slap on the wrist. DeAndre Hopkins got six weeks for having trace amounts of PEDs, whatever that means. But have a bit of uh, and then the Von- devil's lettuce, and you're getting 25 weeks. And then Vontez Berfic uh, got a 12-game suspension for targeting. I'm assuming, Shabs, that that was when he took off Antonio Brown's head. Mm-hmm. AB's never been the same since. <laughs> And then Terrell Pryor, are you ready for this? Terrell Pryor, this could be the worst one, Mm. got a five-game suspension for getting a free tattoo when he was in college. Wow. That's NCAA, though. That's like, that's, that's weird. They, they've always been weird. I they, think they, they, their they athletes are now just starting to be able to make money now. Yeah, that, that is a little bit A free a, tattoo. You got a free tattoo. Yeah. Jim. So what were they not happy with him, Shabs? Maybe the, the cleansliness issues of... Yeah, as a, you can't get any sponsorship in, in the NCAA. That was back then. But now they, they've kind of sorted that out, and college players are allowed to, allowed to earn money. But, but for getting a tattoo? Any, anything for free. It was, it's ridiculous. Like, you can't put an Instagram story up of you receiving some budgie smugglers or something. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Jeez. All right, speaking of inconsistencies, though. Yeah. The NRL, what a weekend. Crazy weekend, Bernard. Full of suspensions and... All just ridiculous Inconsistencies. stuff. Inconsistencies. Inconsistencies is, is the, the theme of, the of this episode. And I'm going to get you kick-started with one. Paddy Carrigan. The hip drop. The hip drop. Look. Obviously. Did they just invent the term hip drop this season? Like, I Brett, never heard of hip Brett, drop can, before Can we this? just establish? There's no such thing as this. Like, Brett Camoy said it's the worst thing in our game at the moment. Or someone came out and said it's the worst problem. Mm. It didn't exist. Like another thing didn't exist. The crusher tackle didn't exist. Yeah. Can we stop me just inventing things? I... Jackson Hastings got injured. He's out for the rest of the that year. That's the thing. If, if Hastings didn't get injured, he, he wouldn't be getting suspended. Get, so are you telling get me a fine or maybe a week or something? That you know Waddell I mean? from the Dogs gets the same amount of his suspension for, for eye gouging. gouging. Yeah, yeah. That partic- well, they're saying it's not official yet. By the time this podcast goes live, it probably will be official. But Carrigan, they're saying he's going to get five weeks that's for harsh. a hip drop. Come that's, on, that's rough to the Broncos too. Like it's the very momentum rough. that they have going into the finals. I know he got, like is then he does it raise the question, Bernard? Did he get that suspension because of the injury to Jackson Hastings? Hundred percent, of course. And they say, oh, that doesn't go into the well, eyes then, of the judiciary, okay, but they, so they do look at that well, subconsciously. That's, that's fair enough. You know, if I king hit someone on the street, put him in hospital, I'm going to get charged with assault. Yeah. Whereas if I had a little pillow hand, which is a possibility, yeah. and he was sweet, I'm probably not getting charged. No. Which leads me then to the next inconsistency: Nelson Osefa Solomona. Drops his elbow on poor old Wade Egan's head, breaks his jaw, and gets nothing. I feel like the judiciary's gone out of their way to protect Nelson because he's got a history of going out recklessly or having, you know, contact that wasn't necessary. That wasn't necessary what Nelson did. And I love Nelson as a player. He's aggressive. He's one of the best forwards in the comp. But it's like they're, they're trying to be dismissive. This, this wasn't that bad. But 
if you're going to keep it oh, consistent, poor old Wade Egan now has got a fractured jaw. That's what I mean. If you're going to keep it consistent with the other calls and the other judicial decisions over the weekend, then yes, Nelson should be missing out. But 100%. I don't know. It's it's like they've gone out of the way to protect protect. I don't, I don't know who's running this judiciary, but they got it's just all over the shop. Then the biggest one. This was one's huge. Nathan Cleary. Yeah. Picked up. I think we can both agree it was it was just as bad as Kyle Lawton's. Well, he acknowledged it straight away. He knew, he knew, stuffed he knew up he straight gone. away. He's going to get rubbed out for five weeks. That's massive. That's huge. But he'll be fresh for the finals. He they're will. Not, they're not going anywhere. Does I, that just open the window to everyone else? I know we're back for finals. Mm. I think they're still going to be the team to beat. Definitely. Does it just give everyone a little glimmer of hope? Because what I will say is, Bernard, usually you finish top. You have to finish top four. The way the final system to is win, now, you yeah. have to win. I think you're going to see a team outside the top four make the grand final this year. You know, either South or the Roosters is my, pre- or maybe even the Broncos. I like I like the the run that South is going on. If they can start just playing consistent footy, uh, how they have been, that was a real close game against Cronulla. I don't think Cronulla have the team to go all the way. It's just I don't see anyone beating Penrith at full strength. They'll have Luai and Cleary coming back in still, at the right time. They'll be fairly it's just, fresh. It's a little spanner in the works. Hundred percent. Not saying they're gonna. I, I don't. I think the biggest takeaway from the round is Mitchell Moses going to be missing action for. Up to five, six weeks with that that finger injury. Arguably just as big a loss. 100%. And, you know, like I said, I called in the long shot last week. I said they were going to come out against Penrith and win that game. And it's because they they turn up for the big games. And I think come finals time, they would have turned up each game for the finals. And I would have seen them going deep into the finals. I know there's some people that say, no, they're just too inconsistent. You know which Parramatta you're going to get. But... With Moses being out, I don't think they're going to be able to build enough momentum going into the final. Dill so I Brown, think that's a massive loss. Dill Brown really needs to step up. And Gutter. Marnie as well. Well, they're going to have to put Arthur in as well. Mm. And it's Ooh. good. It's a good test for Arthur. I mean, let's see can if he can go. Can swim? He hasn't played the best when he's filled in before. Remember when they had that Dill Brown Playing disaster? Playing in the centres. And he, but maybe now that he knows that this is his team, he's a seven. I, I, I hope he's they got can, his old man backing him. I hope they can string some wins together, but I think that's going to be the biggest loss. But on the Nathan Cleary thing, there's been a lot of opinions being thrown out. Yep. Aaron Woods came out and said, no, this is bullshit. Like, why are we trying to protect him? If if Jared Rhea Hargraves did this, oh. if I did this, people would be coming after me. I agree. And I would be sitting out for five weeks. Why are we trying to say... And they're obviously trying to make an example. They're not going to say, oh, it's one rule for this person, but not, not for a star player of the game. So they're going to slap him with a five weeks early guilty play. Which I think makes sense. But do we have to look at the overall judiciary and say, is five weeks too much in the NRL? It's a long time. It's a long time. It is he acknowledged he knows what he did. Maybe we could go to heavy fines and mm. minimal minimal weeks. It was yeah. very dangerous. It was though. very dangerous. It was, it was. I th- though the... Um, yeah, I guess... Do you have to wait for someone, though, to break their neck or something for them to you to whack, whack out a suspension like that? I do agree because it's just... It's so unfortunate that it was... As he Look, if it was... If it was even Liam Martin and he got five weeks, no one would be saying anything. That's true. It's, it's because it's Nathan Cleary, yeah. the best player in the comp at the moment, that we're, that we're upset. And it just, it just sucks. But Cleary knew it. Cleary yeah, he knew it. straight away. He put out an Instagram story and apologized. I kind of feel five weeks is a long time, but he'll be fresh, ready to go. Penrith's still the team to beat. Penrith's still the yeah. team to beat. I'll tell you who's becoming the team to beat with this little run that they're going on. The West Tigers. Mate. Justice. Back to back. Back to back. Our boy, Adam Dewey. He's playing great footy. Looks and one more thing on the Paddy Carrigan thing before and Dewey made me remember it. Whenever we see something we don't well, especially these old heads, I've realized like, oh, you know, this the hip drop wasn't around in my day. Mm. You know, this wasn't around in my day. Well, that's because players back in your day in the front row, you'd be lucky if they were over hundred kilos. Look at Adam Dewey. Five eight. 
Man, how I tall? Know. He'd be at least six foot Coming six. Coming off two you ACLs can't be, as well. You know, you can't cannonball, which is fair enough. Like, all mm. the rules now are in favour of attacking players. Defenders got to do something to try and get... The, I don't mind the hip drop if it's done right. Yeah. I, I, I think the way teams are taught to tackle is three men. It's three men in. It's two up top, someone someone getting the legs, yeah. right? And you win that play the ball. So you, you get them on their back, slow the play the ball down. That's what teams are taught to do. So you can't make the game too quick. I know we're obsessed with make it quick, make it quick, make it quick. But you're not going to be able to get that out of the game. That's how you win a play the ball. So you're going to have to change every rugby league team's tackle technique. I don't think it makes sense. And... You're only going to get a real uh, a hip drop charge when there's a significant injury. Otherwise, someone's going to miss a week, mm. and that's it. And no one's going to be caring about it. So it's going to ebb and flow. I don't know. They're, every year we come out and say, we've got to look at this judiciary system. We've got to look at the refs. We've got to look at the bunker. And it's not going to change. That's yeah. our game. That's no. it. I mean, look, look at look at Andrew Johns and Cameron Smith coming out. Now I'm saying we need to scrap captain's challenge. <laughs> you know, everyone everyone's not going to like a certain aspect of the game. There's some things that mm. work. I quite like the captain's challenge. I do too. The only thing I hate about it is it slows the game down so much. Mm. It's and like you see, the bunker would take five minutes to evaluate on a decision, and then if a, if a team wins their decision, they can go back to. And I saw you one over the weekend. They went back to back captain's challenges. The team got a ten minute breather. Both teams got a ten minute breather. It's like the bunker need to be sharper on their decisions. You got all the time in the world. You're looking at the footage. Be prepared before the referee sends it up. That's what the bunker's there for. And there's a grey area as well now when you can use it after the whole Tigers debacle. But I agree with you 100%. It's just the NRL is the only sport in the world where I think 90% of the talking time is just complaining about the refs, rules that we need to change. As you said, nothing's going to change. Let's just enjoy the footy and enjoy what is now starting to become one of the most wide open comps ever because I think... I think there's about six teams that can win the comp now. If Penrith don't, yeah. they're still going to win. They're still going to win. Let yeah, me just say yeah. no, that. I Penrith just are going to win. The run to the finals is very different. And, but and you just don't know. Cleary and Luai come back. I don't know. Maybe they sent Cleary to Bali. Comes back with a bit of Bali belly. Bang. They get rolled first week. <laughs> you never know. I know they got rolled first week last year. Then before you know it, oh, Luai's just not himself. Done. They're out in straight Any steps. given Sunday. Any, Any given Sunday. given Sunday. Up the Roosters. But I, like, I, I, I want to say, shot. The, the, you brought up Adam Dewey. He's playing... Unbelievable footy, and you can see he was been trying to campaign to play five eight at the Tigers for some time. He should now be you know there out yeah, and out five eight. They play their best footy when he's around. So I want to shout out the West Tigers and the Bulldogs, two teams relatively yeah, at the, the bottom of the ladder, playing playing great, great footy. footy. Like the Bulldogs have never looked better. They're playing their best attacking footy. The Fox cross kicking a J- our boy Jacob Karaz scoring a triple. Can I just say we make stars on the B team as well. <laughs> no. Karaz jumps on. I Patrick. love I love seeing him do well. He's he's killing it. But they're great just playing well. great footy. The combination with Burden and the Fox yeah. on the wing. It's just it's great to see you know attacking footy being played. So those those teams hopefully next year with good recruitment. They'll be I a force so. next year and, and make a campaign for the eight. But they're trending in the right direction. Good on the boys. Nah, up the boys. We love that. Before we move on to the long shot, Bernard, mm-hmm. Premier League starts this weekend. Yes. You're a football fan? Saturday. Look, I'm a Little FIFA bit. guy. Okay. So I picked my team as Chelsea because it's the first team that comes up, mm. you know, when you <laughs> when you go <laughs> to, to pick your team. So Not Arsenal because it's alphabetical. So it is alphabetical, but I just, I've, I've just been a Chelsea yeah. man through and through. Yeah, I would have thought you'd be a Liverpool boy. No, no, I've, I've, I've kind of stuck true to Chelsea, but I don't think they're going to go really close this year no, in the Premier League. I think it's a, a Man City affair, really. They're just too good talent-wise. I think for the long shot, it is long shot time, Bernard. I missed it, 
But you had an absolute ripper of a long shot. Last with Shaq. week, yes. Oh, we had Shaq TV on, great guest. And I said, oh, I see Bulldogs going back to back. They strolled through the Newcastle Knights in good fashion. And then I said, Parramatta will beat the Penrith Panthers. Now, what a tip. how could I have known that Nathan Cleary would try to kill someone on the field and get sent off? But that Master was obviously... I, I, Paris step up in the big games and they'll step up in the finals. Hopefully they make a good run and Moses comes back healthy. But I like to see Para doing well. And then this is their year to win, win a comp. Uh, we should have clipped that one up. But back now for another week is the long shot. Bernard, mm -hmm. you kick it off because you are the man in form. I'm going to go just three head-to-heads. Now, it go. might not be very long, but you're going to get some good value out of this. I'm going to go Melbourne to beat Gold Coast at Amy Park. I'm going to take Moral. the Manly Seagulls yep. to go out against the Mitchell Moses-less. And teach him a lesson. Parramatta out Eels. Four out at Four Pines Park. Canberra to beat Penrith yep. this week. That's, that's that. a big upset. And I'm going to go the Bulldogs. To beat the Cowboys in at at North Queensland. How much do the dogs pay? Take, I don't. I cannot remember the last time that the Are Bulldogs. As optimistic as no, the dogs. No, that said? went three p. But I'm I'm going to say it's a two p.m. game. The Bulldogs. Are paying two sixty. Okay, it's actually a little bit shorter, they're, they're shorter yeah. than you'd think because they're playing good footy. They're not I, playing. Where are they playing? They're playing in Queensland. They're playing in Queensland, which is they're up against. It. But I've I've I'm, that's my that's my long shot. Two two underdogs and Melbourne. As well as Manly. So I guess we'll see how that pays. My long shot, I'm going to go Liverpool to win the league. People are sleeping on Liverpool a little bit. They reminded everyone in the Community Shield. We're going to be a problem this year. They've been on a good couple years. We year are going to just they? keep sleeping on Liverpool. That's when we do our best work. And then you're going to roll that into a future out of the Italian Serie A. Roma to make the top four. Jose Mourinho. Everyone loves Jose. Yeah. Always does his best yeah. work. He's the Bellamy. Yeah. In year two. He's the Bellamy. <laughs> <laughs> He's, He's the Bellamy. He's all of them football. in one. Yeah. Roma to finish top four in the city. All up multi. $5.25. $5.20 for a nice little futures multi. Guys, so you know what? if you, you like nice, your football. Put, put a nice, yeah, that's, I don't know if we have many football fans on here, but if we do, roll a nice amount of money on this one. You let it sit. Hopefully Roma start well, Liverpool start well. Maybe it even comes in a little bit. Cash out's looking nice. But that's my long shot. Bernard, what is happening this weekend? What do you got on? This weekend, I am, I'm going to be doing some, some budgie smugglers. So you got I, sent the, the care package? Yeah, so I'm just be out, out and about. You'll see me at some, an unknown location trying to get a normal service in budgie smugglers. Um, so it should be a fun watch. But no, I'll be heading out to a game this weekend, getting some fan interviews. Um, I, enjoy, I enjoy going to watch the footy, getting an update from the fans. <laughs> And uh, I'll be riding my Bulldogs home. I, I want to see them go up, up against and beat the Cowboys this week. If if they can beat the Cowboys with their team and the footy that they're playing, it it'll just oh. it, the fans will be up and and they'll be excited Those for next year. Crazy Bulldogs fans will be. Cheap. And we got to fire up the tips again. Yes, we've been a bit yeah. soft with that, but five games to go. Home stretch. Bernard and I are equal. The loser has to get a manzillion, and it'll be recorded. And it will be recorded for content purposes. If anyone <laughs> knows a beautician. That wants a little bit of publicity. Get on board the boys. Oh, the Beowulf, Beowulf out in Bellwood, uh, in, in, uh, yeah. in Belfield. They'll take us. All right, done. All we'll male, on. all male um, beautician. Okay. Yeah, so we'll, we'll stroll straight in. Done. Because um, you, you want a man just getting around the, the nether regions. You don't want a, a woman, you know, commenting on the size of your nuts or anything like that. <laughs> so it'll be it'll be Beowulf, I'm, I'm presuming. winter, it's still a bit cold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. It's still on the back end. And of, they're looking like a Michelin tire. And it's El, and you know, Sultana. <laughs> little El Nino still going. <laughs> yeah. so it's, a bit, it's a bit chilly. I want to just say, before we wrap it up, I want to say a big 
Hello, and thank you to everyone at the Bonnie Rig White Eagles. That's why I'm wearing this jumper. Mm -hmm. Football club, I did a little bit of a content piece for the FFA, yeah. the Australia Cup. Bernard, it's a football team. It's a football heartland out there. I reckon I got at least, at least 10 B teams. Really? They love, in, in, in a, at a football match, in football heartland, they love the B team out west. So big shout out to all those guys. They looked after me. Yeah, it was funny. When I was in Brisbane for State of Origin 3, it wasn't, oh, I've seen your TikToks, John. It was like, hey, I like the B team. Keep it going. Yeah. Who's the other wog you do it with? <laughs> I have no problem being known as the two wogs. <laughs> guys, thanks to everyone. That is getting around our content. Make sure you're giving us a follow on Instagram and on TikTok as well, which is where we do our best work. But also now, a new platform that we're starting mm. to grow on, YouTube, where you can catch this full video, the B-Team podcast. Bernard, it has been an absolute pleasure, my friend, as always. Till next time, guys. Take it easy.